This is a podcast from Rover. Yeah, I just don't reckon you'd grasp the concept of how recognisable you were. Like you were the only full form uh, with grey hair <laughs> and full man muscle. <laughs> there was this hairy, slightly grey in fridge running down some, the... Some 40-year-old sicko ran through the girls' hostel. Not for radio, summer edition. Isn't it funny? Art imitating life. Yes. We're currently drinking a beer and there was a beer at the start of our summer edition. Cheers to you, mate. Yeah, now do a proper cheers before you scalp. Well, I don't want to go and tip it all over the thing. <clears throat> well, it's not your thing. Yeah, true. What are you talking about? Is a $30,000 studio desk <laughs> yeah. and multiple screens that sit in front yeah. of us. Uh, it's bloody good drop this. They've just released this. Stein, I get that went all over the world, didn't it? Uh, possibly. Don't know. Stein, like an ultra low carb. Never been a fan of low carb beers, but I feel like there's some flavour goes missing when you reduce the carbs. What do you reckon on this one? It's the best one there is. It actually is. Right, Shane Radcliffe sent us, uh, us this message. Fellas, I hope they're hanging to the bunch and slightly to the right. <laughs> yep. I hanging guess. two to the bunch and slightly to the right. Oh, yes, okay. A nice little podcast topic for you, I reckon. What wild shit did you do on your last day of secondary school? This young lass below is really living on the edge. Let's see if this topic can't raise a laugh or two. Random picture he put, didn't get it. Anyway, mm. funny topic though. Do you remember your last day of high school? Yeah, there used to be like an anarchy day. Where you would go, there would be a girls girls um, college versus boys college sort of thing. Oh. Yeah, and that was one of those ones. I was, I think I've spoken about it before, where some clever prick um, basically mapped out the girls college uh, fields, which is about four or five sort of rugby fields sized, mm. and did a massive cock and balls <laughs> and a real uh, solid line with Roundup. And so just basically just mapped it out and marked it out and and GPS plotted this whole thing so it just looked like a running track because it just big long bend around the whole thing mm. so he didn't know what it was but if you took an aerial photo and his old man had a helicopter so he flew over Did it make the paper? Yeah, it would have made the paper. That's always Oh, a- well, maybe not. It would have been mentioned in the paper they didn't have the picture which is kind of a bit defeatist. Yeah, that's what you want to send to the local rag and yeah. like a brown paper envelope. Yeah, but they can't go and print a dick in the paper though, can they? Oh, yeah, well, I mean, I guess we're not in the UK, are we? Yeah, <laughs> we were. I see dicks in the paper there all the time. Uh, but yeah, that was that was probably the. I know that in the states they throw all of their like make it they absolutely trash the place. We know that in, in, um, in Blenheim they have Marlborough, Marlborough Girls High School, Marlborough Boys, and that's an annual tradition for the boys to run through in their undies the girls' college. So mm. it's like a whole four, like the whole seventh form. Well, you know, the class that's leaving and vice versa. The girls go and do it in their Grundy run. I think it's been cancelled now. Yeah, it's just stuff that definitely, definitely gets cancelled. Um, and a story. That's why I've, that was the first interaction I had with police was a nude run through a, um, a girl's, uh, girl's hall. How far away were you closed? Did you get them back before the cops come? Yeah, well, they were hosted at, uh, at the school that I was at at the time. And I uh, well, the cops were. No, nah, I went into the principal's office. I was like, oh, I'm getting in trouble here. Went into the principal's office. He's coming and uh, shut the door. And sitting behind the door was a police officer. Oh, indecent exposure. And I was like, whoa, this is, this is spicy. Big yeah. Steve Reeves going to fucking serve me up a storm here. <laughs> yeah, at 14 though, it was just a slap on the wrist and keep your tackle away. Thanks, mate. I admittedly, I ran with my hand over them. Yeah, which is always the polite thing to do. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just don't reckon you'd grasp the concept of how recognisable you were. Like you were the only full form uh, with grey hair <laughs> and full man muscle. 
There was this hairy, slightly grain fridge running down the... <laughs> some 40-year-old sicko ran through the girls' hostel. <laughs> there was... Um, our one was your classic cock and balls. We were on the Macrocarpa hedge, uh, yeah. and that damn near killed the thing. And obviously, when you round up on a hedge... That's just dead for ages. Yeah. The tree's slowly dying with the cock and balls on the side of it for a long time. <laughs> Everything else keeps growing out, and you cut it back, it's still dead. The other one I remember, my mate didn't make it all the way through to, through to seventh form, and I've chatted about him before. His name's Warlow, and he oh, like he was ADHD, and he fucking hated class. He got so many detentions and just, um, you know, he'd just get removed from class all the time. He had the longest rap sheet, and he told people from basically fourth form, I think he left maybe in fifth form, started sixth form, um, and told people on his last day he's going to set the fire alarm off and we'll get to see him, and he had this classic walk when he got excited. He would bob back and forth with his head in a big walk, taking huge strides, rubbing his hands together. It was like his trademark move when he got super excited. And just the greatest fizz ever. Like, he's just an incredible human. And um, <clears throat> sure enough, he, like, told everyone, told the teachers, hey, this is happening. They're like, please don't do it. He's like, well, it's fucking happening. <laughs> and then, and then uh, sure enough, at the exact time he said, fucking boof, smashed the fire alarm, uh, set it off, and then everyone had to walk out there, a school of 1,200 people, and there's Wayno walking up the... Uh, up and down the cricket pitch in the middle of the field, a couple of hundred metres away from the meeting point, just charho and just giving it his best day. Fuck, it was great. <laughs> Such a great send-off. And then he did a burnout in the car park on his way out too, in mum and dad's car. <laughs> we used to have a road that ran right through the middle of our school, separated the, the class, hey. this school buildings from the field, the Nicholson field. It used to be, it That's was a kooky setup. Yeah, it kind of had like speed bumps on it, but it created, you know, it was obviously for parking as well. Because um, the school had basically, um, Tauranga Boys College had like three city blocks pretty much. So like How many main, people went there? Uh, maybe 1,500, 1,600 yeah, so kids. huge. Massive school. I think the biggest yeah. one in Canterbury was 1,800 or something. Yeah, there's like 2,000 kids at, at um, Tauranga Intermediate. Bloody yeah, hell. Yeah, biggest intermediate in New Zealand. Monster. Um, and I also remember on... Towards the end, we just started wrecking shit towards it. We were all pretty bored with high school by the time we got to the end. And you have like a common room where everyone can hang out at lunchtime, like the cool, this, you know, the people in their last year of high school. And we'd do shit like chuck CDs in the microwave and just make lightning. <laughs> uh, that was fucking cool. Uh, and then what else did we do? Some kid turned up with this massive um, dildo <laughs> and he was in full form and he was like, I, he thought it was. I don't know, I was going to give him some credit or something like that, but it was his mum's um, big fella, and uh, it was one of the, like, what do you call the ones that like stick to the wall? <laughs> Whatever those ones are. Suction cup, wall mounted. So as soon as we saw him walking with that, the thing's as big as his arm, because he's this tiny little human in full form, and then we were like, thank you, we'll be taking that, and we just terrorised everyone, <laughs> slapping them around the face with it and stuff. Shit, it was fun. <laughs> there was a, someone must have got a stack of them and had thrown them onto the front of like a mall somewhere, and it was like just That's funny. Like, like almost like throwing knives, but they'd just been like... One of the, the funniest phone. things you can see is uh, if someone reverses into a car park and then someone sticks one of those dildos on their boot and then they go to get in their car, they can't see it. And I've seen that once before <laughs> driving down the motorway, the big dilly just flapping off the back. That's fucking, it doesn't get any less funny. It's so good. Um, also as well, one of the things we did on our last day of high school before we move on from this chat was it was a tradition to get a fuckload of polyurethane plastic and then make create a giant water slide with shitloads of water and stuff and then we'd run a hose out from one of the, um, you know, the hose reel, the fire hoses out onto it. That was good fun. Someone broke their collarbone, that was good. 
He fucking was hurting, wasn't he? Well, uh, we, we, did you have quite a hilly setup at your school? Nah, it was just all about running onto it. Oh, so it was just a flat hot, a flat, flat in the middle of the, Did we have a heli setup? It's fucking Christchurch. The whole thing's a pancake. <laughs> Absolutely not. But it was like full. What, then Harry broke his collarbone. Was full sprint from each side, and then you'd try and slide on your feet, and just a massive collision in the middle. We we. This sounds pretty redneck, but at my um at a family Christmas, uh, because my family predominantly farmers, mm. we pulled a bit of um silage pit cover. So the the original same sort of setup basically. Best shit ever for that. Yeah, it's real thick, so it doesn't tear. You know, you, you hook a toe on it, fucking peel them all backwards or whatever. Yeah. So we had it running down the side of um running down the side of the house down a down a slight hill. Same thing. Look, soaked the whole thing up. We've been steaming piss all day. Me and my cousins, twenty six of us, so fucking pretty big family. <laughs> <laughs> and it gets to a point where we're like, right, let's see how far past. Because the idea was that you pull pin. Before you hit the bottom, because you just go straight through a massive patch of thistles. Yeah. And I'm like, right here, let's just see who can fucking human torpedo their way through the, like, go the furthest through the prickle patch. And so obviously, I'm. You guys like, are doing jackass before jackass. <laughs> this is after jackass. Okay, so that's what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was everyone, like uncles and everything. That's funny. It's a couple of a couple of beers in them. And yeah, they're away. And let's go. And so we would go absolutely whistling down the slide, like going like the fucking clappers, and just mow through thistles, like California thistles. How like, many days does that take to come right? Sounds like a fucking silly idea. Like yeah, it's well, fun just, for a split second as you leave and go. Shouldn't have done this. <laughs> yeah. Foom. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like when someone would beat where you were at, you're like, well, I fucking can't have that. Well, you're doubling down. You oh, my gosh. It's disgusting. If you're going to be dumb, you've got to be tough. Ain't that the truth? Jay and Dunk's summer of Not For Radio. Look, I don't know more, why different ones are not playing of those, but <laughs> good inspiration. Yeah. Uh, read this out from Simon Murray. And Kildall Key, Meath, Ireland. Shit. What a fucking place name. Not me, but a sparky I worked with years ago took on a job with a housing developer known for not paying up at the end of the jobs. Everyone told him not to do it, but he said, I'll get paid, or if I don't, I'll get paid a whole lot fucking more. (laughs) I love the confidence. Uh, None of us had any idea what he was on about, but fast forward four months, the job is done. Twelve houses ready to go, and you guessed it, no money. We all told him he had been warned, but he didn't seem phased. A few weeks on, and the new uh, the new owners started moving in. Then the call started. My mate ignored them for a bit, but then took a very irate call from the developer that all the houses were intermittently tripping the main breaker, yes. and the owners were pissed. Multiple sparks had been in with absolutely multiple sparks had been in with absolutely no idea. He says he won't go until he's paid and. All he's owed plus 20% for the hassle, and he'd be out on Monday. To which the developer went nuts. This was a Friday, a week before Christmas. So he said, said the call out was $1,500 per house. Remember, 12 houses. Great. Money was transferred straight away, and my buddy heads down five minutes per house, and it's all good. Turns out what he did uh, as he wired the houses, he ran a line from the doorbell to the attic. This, in turn, was wired to a timer that shorted the main live to neutral, and pop goes the main. He said all the time is different, and in reality... Who would put the doorbell? Who would put the doorbell ringing in a trip sometime later, especially when you have guests over to see your new house before Christmas? That is amazing. Cost him about seventy quid per house and made him several thousand extra. Uh, he got one over the developer, and the remedial work was just turning off the timer in each attic. What a clever lad! 
How many times do you reckon he's been able to rinse and repeat that? Yeah, well, I mean, if you've got some shitbag developers that are, t- are terrible payers, then you probably would do that as a bit of an insurance claim because once they're gone, they're gone. Well, it was just the other day. Uh, I mean, maybe it was just the other day before Christmas. We were chatting about the uh, bloke that ended up having an issue, uh, something to do with uh, like something on a house, but they ended up emptying a whole uh, con- concrete oh, truck did. on the driveway, made it like a it was, big giant pavlova <laughs> cake. His next door neighbour, he's like, "You're just chucking on the driveway, mate. I'll, I'll, I'll barrow it around the back." Nah, it was on the next door neighbours. Right, just a short one today. We're going to shoot away. We're going to go and spend time with the family um, for the remainder of the day. Super sunny day over here. I know you don't want to hear that. If you're in the UK, it looks fucking terrible. You've got one and a half hours of daylight. But good thing, uh, you can. it's all, always night, so you can drink at any time. That makes you feel better. <laughs> That's what we're doing today. We'll see you at the Battle Cruiser. Not for radio. Summer edition.